Hey, confidant, it's your girl, Teresa. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. Just want to let you guys know, um, you can get on the Super Confidant newsletter. That's because I don't do Patreon anymore. I have a Super Confidant newsletter because I like to write letters, um, but these are via email. I will... If you guys want a handwritten letter, honestly, let me know because I can make that happen. Um, But right now it's an email because I know you guys don't want junk in your um, mailbox. And also you probably don't want to give me your address. Um, But basically you get a letter and it comes with a bunch of stuff like photos and videos and, you know, a vlog that I make, especially just for my super confidants. Um, Last month I sent it out. It had some behind the scenes pictures from shoots I did this month that uh, I didn't even share on the social. Wow, can you believe it? Everything you see on the social, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's tons of selfies where my chin does not look good. Um, Anyways, all of those are in the email. All you have to do is donate $5 to paypal.me slash you can tell me anything before the 5th of the month and you'll be included on the next newsletter. Um, You can come in and out as often or as never as you'd like. And it's a lot of fun. And also, I just like to connect you guys. So I'd love to hear from you. You can also email me, tellmeanythingpod at gmail.com if you have any questions or you just want to chat. I love to chat. Here's a couple of shows coming up that I will be at. I'm going to be in Colorado next week. That's September 25th. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm pausing so much. Um, September 25th, I'll be in Denver, Colorado. I'm doing a show at Ratio Brewery and Zuni, Zuni Brewing Company. They're all on my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com. I got a couple people messaging me asking about tickets to those. I have heard word that both of those shows are free. Yes, they do both start at the same time. Yes, I will be at both of them. Obviously, uh, I will be in one first and the other second. So pick your poison. Go to the one that's closest to you. Go to the one that, I don't know. I've never been to Denver, so it'd be nice to see people there. Um, come say hi if you are there. Maybe message me, so I'll look out for you in case I am running off to the next show. And I also have a show every Monday at Public House in Los Angeles. If you live here in Los Feliz at Public House called Honeycomb, it's at 10 p.m. Free every Monday. It's super fun. We get great comedians on it. Um, It's always free, always fun, sometimes fun, but I'm always there. So do come. It's always fun when you guys come. Sometimes you guys don't come and it's not as fun, but if you come, it'll be fun. You can also give me a call, 323-388-3521 to leave me a confession or just feedback or just say hi or write me a song. Look, that happened once. It did, and I enjoyed it. So um, if you're out there listening and you were the one that wrote me the song last time, you know what? I'm looking out for your sophomore album. So um, that being said, I'm very excited for my guest today. Uh, He's here to promote his amazing new podcast called Get Rich Nick. I had so much fun talking to him. I think you guys are going to enjoy this conversation. He's just a delightful man. Um, Nick Turner, everyone. Enjoy. Hey guys, it's Teresa. You're listening to You Can Tell Me Anything. This is a podcast where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. I'm really excited for our guest today. He just came out with a new podcast. It's on Earwolf available now. It's called Get Rich Nick and it's Nick Turner. What's up? Hi, Klobuchar 2020. (laughs) Oh my God. 
Um, how I are mean, you? I must sound like a broken record. Here, all your uh, guests probably start that way. Yes, all of them. This is, um, yes, that I, it's really like the only um, requirement. <laughs> the podcast is done. We're done. Okay, so you're but you just came back from New York. Came back from New York. You're you're happy to be back in L.A. The great land of New York City. Yeah. Well, you lived in New York for a while. I did um, for 16 years. Do you do you now? I have this thing because I lived there for eight years, but I, for half the as first, much. Yeah, half as much. Wow, I, I bet you, you know, thought it was a long time too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Nick? <laughs> Way to drag me. Um, <laughs> No, but I had this thing, like, right after I left, I feel like I missed it a lot. Every time I went back, I was like, I want to mm. move back, I want to move back. And then one day there was a time when I went back, and I was like, I think it was like, yeah, when I was back in April, I was there for a long time, and I, like, 10 days, and I enjoyed it, but it was like, oh, thank God I don't live here. Do you feel yeah. that way now when you go back? Or are you still like, oh, I miss my time here? Um, I never felt that way. I mean, <laughs> okay. 16 years was long enough, okay. sister. Uh, I mean, what could I possibly have not done in 16 years? And I'm like, oh, if only I had another, my entire lifetime to do these things. No, it's, um, I don't care. I, I'm not really sentimental like yeah. that. Um, you know, I have, I, I took my, my lady and my dog to Los Angeles. Yeah. So now when I'm in New York, I'm like, well, this isn't, right. this isn't where my family lives. Yeah. You've got this nice life and the yeah. dog, backyard, yeah. cemetery. New York's hard. It is. And it's fine. And it changed so much. And it doesn't <laughs> really feel like mine. Everything is different. But I've been yeah. gone two years. And like, I can't recognize where I am. The people are different. Everything's just different. Like, yeah. it's like people Everyone's won't be so like young. having these references to, like, even in like just jumping into comedy a little bit, sometimes you'll be like, everyone like knows the, like, you know, the, the crowd changes and it's like, when did you move here? Like six months ago. And I'm the king of New York comedy. And you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like. <laughs> I was constantly <laughs> having people pointed out to me that like they're the current king of comedy in New York. And I'm like, all right, great. I can't wait to uh, see them on the other side. Yeah, when they move to LA and get a dog. Um, yeah. Nick, we always start with a good confession. It's just a way to start on a positive note. Is mm -hmm. there something good you'd like to confess? Yes. Um, I have a new podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, tell us about it. It's uh, called Get Rich Nick on the Earwolf Network, um, produced by one of the best in the game, Lyra Smith. Mm -hmm. uh, me and Nick Vatterot every week try a new way to get rich quickly. And I've been involved in a lot of projects in my <laughs> life, Teresa, over okay. my career. Um, and none of them have you, made you rich. Uh, if you no. look at my IMDb, <laughs> you will not recognize any of them. Uh -huh. But you will probably uh, admit that there was hope all, through all those. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this project is like kind of a legitimate hit. And uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, and God, it's just better than every web series I ever put out. <laughs> It's a great idea. I mean, are you, and you're actually going out and doing things. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's a lot of work, too much work. And I uh -huh. think that's how. Like, I mean, because Lyra worked for This American Life. Is that right? Yeah. So is it kind of that style where you're, um, you like talk to people and you hear things and there's like a whole story to it? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like we will usually interview like an expert slash mm -hmm. friend um, at whatever money making venture. It's just your rich friends to make them guilt, <laughs> guilt, guilt them into Well, you know, money. it's like everyone has some <laughs> side hustle either uh -huh. in the past or, or currently. Um, and, uh, and then we go out and we do the thing and we get audio of us out there doing so it. Cool. And then, um, we come back and do a recap and whatever. And just, we're just like, and then we talk about where we are and our money and we're trying to make, you know, a million dollars. And, uh, so far in two episodes, we're 58, 50. Wow. That's how much we've made. It's more than I've ever made on this podcast. So yeah. All right. 
my friend told me she in college used to sell her panties on mm -hmm. the internet. Are you guys looking at like crazy things like that or more like legitimate schemes? That's going to be more difficult for Nick Vatter. Not like you, obviously no, not no. that, but um, like the, that weird sort of like. No, but my panties have been up <laughs> on the internet for sale for years. You know, just like the weird depths of the internet. One hundred percent. Or is we it have more to do like actual like you know like this anything? Okay, just anything. You know, it started off with um, it's just like. You know, what are the first things you think of? And then, like, those Pyramid things are going to run out. Yeah. yeah. Pyramid schemes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like we get we got to give ourselves kind of a time limit. Sure. Where pyramid schemes is way too much work. No, and I know that I won't make money. You're not, yeah. That's, yeah. No. And Lyra already made um, a, a podcast, the greatest right. pyramid yes. scheme podcast yeah, that exists. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, well-worn territory, but no, we, um, like Podcasts we did are kind of a pyramid scheme. It's like, you have to, then you have to go on other ones to promote it and then you start they, another one to promote true. that one. And then it's you're like, Oh my true. God. And, yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. I'm out. <laughs> but at least we can advertise other products that aren't the one thing that we have filled in our garage. <laughs> yeah. filled our garage with. Oh my gosh. Um, that's so cool. Um, uh, this, okay. So this podcast is sort of inspired by like therapy and getting things off your chest um do you like go to therapy or do you have sort of a confidant in your life um i do not go to therapy mm -hmm. i've um I, i've never been good with like insurance or caring about it or okay. getting it uh -huh. or following through even like when i've been um, eligible and sag like i haven't uh -huh. done it um i rarely have it you know like maybe sometimes i'll sign up for obamacare in december and then run <laughs> out at some point um so therapy while i am um you know just as screwy in the head as anybody else <laughs> i have not done it um and you know if it was like it, it seems like rich, rich luxury to me and then, um, you know, maybe if I was Where did you rich, grow up? I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, okay. Outside, yeah. So that wasn't really a thing as much in the community there? Um, it really wasn't No, my parents never went to therapy. Yeah, really. I feel like a lot of my friends who grew up in New York, it's like a thing they like yeah. that their parents went to, they went to, um, which makes sense because the city does just wear you down. I didn't really grow yeah. up with it. it. It kind of like was like a punchline. Um for me like growing up just like you know in movies and stuff like oh you need therapy or like yeah. oh she's going to therapy well sure yeah, i mean it's a very only very recently where you're like where everyone realized oh we we could all use therapy <laughs> whereas now it's like oh well i'm crazy or i'm depressed so i gotta go to therapy yeah it's just kind of like going to the gym i feel like for but yeah. i also don't do very often <laughs> yeah well lyra and i have uh, been joking about doing a web series called um uh, therapist boyfriend where yeah. I am her therapist as her boyfriend. Oh, fun. <laughs> I'm always Is trying it inspired to by her. real life? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, all right, here's let me, let me take you. care of this for you. Um, yeah. So, um, but, uh, but no, but you know, I'm, I'm available right now for you to thera <laughs> therapize me. I feel like, um, I, I get into this mode where when people tell me stuff, or when I like talk about like issues or problems, I always want to solve it. Like mm -hmm. I've been told like that tends to be like a more masculine thing. A lot of guys do that and women get frustrated. Not always, but a lot of times women will get frustrated because they're like, I just want you to listen. Yeah. But then I'm always like, oh, great. Okay. So then we'll do this and we'll do this. And then people will be like, I just, okay. I don't need like, can I, can you just listen? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, um, you know what? Sometimes don't don't tell Teresa if you don't want. <laughs> no, no, you could tell me. I mean, literally, you could tell me anything. No, guys, no, um, stop talking to Teresa. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's how I am. Um, not in a like I have to fix it. Like I can just listen, but sometimes I need to be told like what the person needs because mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel like that's how I treat my own life. I'm like, all right, I've yeah. got a problem. All right, what am I? What do I need to do to like make it go away? Yeah, well, that's a, that is a very yeah like um like old school man woman relationship <laughs> dynamic where woman comes home t- says problem man <laughs> tries to fix woman says I just want you to listen yeah just be like oh yes oh <laughs> bat that sucks wow your thoughts totally legitimate <laughs> it almost feels easier that's it to just listen yeah but it's so hard it's sometimes. so hard but oh, you know over so many years of having people you know fr- the friends that i've had yeah with the same problems that they've had <laughs> and ask the same questions and i give the same advice <laughs> and no one ever does anything uh-huh you know at some point for your own self-preservation you need to stop giving people advice because no one ever takes it yeah and they just make the same mistakes and you're like why did i even waste my thought <laughs> on trying to help this person because they're not going to do it anyway i think that is the key what you're saying like the the rep- repetitiveness of it mm-hmm. because when people they yeah it's kind of like when you hear someone just over and over um like having the same problem it can be like it's almost like my boyfriend cheated on me again (laughs) yeah it's hard to it's hard to listen at that point because then you're like am i supposed to sympathize with you but yeah i guess i don't know i yeah i don't know it's interesting i think you are supposed to just listen but that's hard well i'm getting better at it but yeah i mean i guess unless someone asks you for advice but even then when they ask you sometimes they don't want to i love to ask people for advice because i love to like make other people responsible for my mistakes um so if they tell me to do something then i'm like well you told me to do that oh no. wow <laughs> yeah that is toxic no. my god i'm just kidding <laughs> but <laughs> just kidding no sort, man sort of these, i do enjoy these people who listen to your podcast they know you and they know exactly i'm kidding but i do i do <laughs> think there's a part of me that um does like because i've like if unchecked i will fall into the let me like look at tarot cards let me like ask fortune tellers like i don't not to the point where i'm actually letting it rule my life but my brain will go there like if i can't make a decision i will seek an answer from outside when really, there is never a right answer. Sometimes it really is just like, what do you want to do the most? You just have to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so I just, this is all I, I'm ever going to do again. Okay. Any story, anybody complain about anything, I'll be like, damn, your problems are the worst ones. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that you make me feel great. You just want, I think sometimes when people complain, they really just want you to be like, that's bad. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I sympathize with you. I, or I empathize <laughs> with you. I empathize. That sucks. Um, do you want $5? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you want to get some ice cream <laughs> yeah. on you okay, by yourself? Yeah. Great. <laughs> just, I'm going to start giving people money when they, <laughs> when they tell me problems. <laughs> $5. If I got $5 every time $5? I complain to someone, boy, <laughs> I might complain even more. Or I guess it should be the opposite. Cause my, my, um, dog trainer tells me like when i when i'm supposed to get him to do good things instead of telling him not to do the bad things i'm just supposed to reward the good which is really hard because it's mm. easier to be like don't do that don't sit down when i'm walking you right so maybe instead of giving people five dollars when they complain i'll do nothing when they complain and then when they tell me good news i'll give them five dollars yes. <laughs> i mean 100 <laughs> percent. 
That would change the world. It totally would. <laughs> Absolutely. If you gave people no reaction and they told you something you didn't want to hear. I just turn away and walk away. And five dollars? Wow. Except people would for sure just start lying to me. So that's not what I want either. Um just be like, I I booked a TV show. I'm yeah, like, but a lot of times when someone's lying to you, it's fine. That's true. Because you don't know. Yeah. And so your world just has some great news in it. That's true. I think, yeah. Well, it depends on their relationship with me. I think there's yeah. a certain degree of... Well, not liars. <laughs> distance. That's how I feel about most things. Like, there's a certain degree of distance to me where I'm like, yeah, that's fine if you want to... Don't, if you don't text me... Like, m- almost everybody in my life, if you don't text me back, um, even for days, even to the point where I'm like, okay, you're a bad texter. Yeah. Like, it does not bother me. Yeah. Except for the person I'm, like, dating. Like, there's, like, one exception. And, or, like, my right. mom. You know what I mean? Like, my family. But for the most part, I'm like, yeah, sure. I don't care. I tell people always do text me or email me twice. If you don't mm. get a response, I done forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and then you email me twice, I will email you right away. And if I don't, then, 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 don't, then never email then me Then you again. hate them. Yeah. Um, well, Nick, uh, speaking of telling people things, is there anything you'd like to tell me? Yes. I was part of a political theater group <gasps> that traveled the country and was infiltrated by the authorities. Oh, my God. And we had to take action. Wait. Okay. Okay. Look, back, <laughs> back up. This sounds so extreme. <laughs> well, authorities, like the government got involved? Um, we don't have any facts, okay. but, um, there were just, it was a suspicious background and suspicious mm. activity from one of our troop members. Um, and so oh, like there wasn't sure, like really, a spy was involved. Like, yes. But that it's very normal for, for um, the government to put, um, you know, people in any group, any political group. Can, uh, well, can you say what Just kind put a of baseball theater? Cap on can you say what kind of theater? No, it's legitimate theater. Okay. Um, it was, um, I, I did a play and it was called I'm Going to Kill the President. Okay. And uh, it was in. I see your problem right there. It's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why the interest uh-huh. was peaked. Uh, in 2003 in New York City, mm-hmm. you know, I was there for a very long time. Early, <laughs> early Nick. Um, I was in eighth grade. Um, we did a play in Dumbo. Uh-huh. We did this play. Um, my friend uh, Hieronymus Bang uh-huh. wrote it. Okay. And um, and then we put it on there um, just for a few months, and uh, it was great. So like and, an indie. Yes. Off, off yeah, it was like it was like maybe like the eighth floor in this like art building, okay, or whatever. Great. They had a theater. Read something. Um, and then the next year, uh, he brought it back during the Republican National Convention in New York mm. City in 2004. Uh-huh. And we put it on uh, at PS1. PS oh, yeah, PS1. One. Yeah. PS1. PS1. Yeah, it's sort of like that. No. Big, what they do at the big parties. PS, like a big art institute. PS122. The theater on what? Um, on uh, like First Ave and, and 10th. Or second oh, Avenue tenth. Okay. PS one twenty two, I believe. Probably, anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, the the play before us in there was Matt and Ben, which was Mindy Kaling's mm-hmm. big play that like shot her into the office. Oh. Anyway, um, so we put it back. We put it on there, and then it got a lot of uh, heat because it was during the Republican National Convention, uh-huh. and then Rush Limbaugh like railed uh-huh. against it, got some write ups, and it was very fun. And then in two thousand six, we took it on tour. 
Uh, and we went from, started in Los Angeles and then went to the Midwest and back. Did you ever get like protesters there or was more more just all like online sort of write-ups, think pieces? Yeah, well, it was difficult to protest because of the me- mechanisms put in place by the playwright, <laughs> uh-huh. um, which was all part of the theater, but okay. it did it did have an effect. Because um, So before every play... Uh-huh. We would dress up in all black and hit the streets. <laughs> um, to get a ticket for this um, this show, you had to call a number uh-huh. and then listen to this recording that tells you exactly where to go, and it's usually just some nondescript street corner, and then to bring cash. Okay. And so you go there, and wow. then we're walking along these streets and just uh-huh. being like, someone just like hanging around looking like they're <laughs> ready. We would go up to them and be like, I'm here for the play. <laughs> <laughs> like that. we're selling the drugs. They're here for the play. And then if they, they'd say, what? We'd say, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> we walk away and they'd say, do yes. Want th- do you want theater? No. We say, go <laughs> over, you know, you know, take this left and take that right and meet our friend with the camera. This one. And they're like, okay. And then they go to the camera and then there's a guy with the camera that says, are you uh, local, state, or federal law enforcement? And if you say no, we'll be like, okay, we'll go wait in that line. And if you say yes, they'll give you a destination that's quite far away to go to. Wow. Yes. Did anyone um, ever? They did. And e- even if it was a joke, they just go. Um, you just get sent to the other place. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so then you line up and then someone, one of us takes you to the theater and then like a back entrance. Um, and then during the play, uh, we get a volunteer from the audience um, to play the president. Okay. And then we have... Um, we have uh, cue cards for them, and so mm-hmm. they get to play. And then, um, and then we take their phone mm-hmm. and we call the White House. And then we have the entire um, theater uh, yell or in unison, "I'm going to kill the president!" into the phone to the White House. <laughs> and then they get their phone back later, and it says, "You know, you made a phone call to the White House because um, you know some." The- you know, you call, you hang up, you call something else. You know, yeah. the, the number is in there. <laughs> anyway, so then um, in the play... Wait, would uh, you get a person on the other line? Or it's like a recorded... Like, it's an actor. The White House? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, see. it's just one of the actors in our play. It's oh, like in a okay. hallway. Oh, okay, I thought you were straight up calling. And I was like, They wow. call the president, like, like call threat. the White House and then um, call... And then call the actor and do the thing and then go in and then just erase the, the actor's phone number in the phone. True. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, I don't know how that worked that many years ago that way, but um, but anyway. So then, at the end of the play, the um, the police come in uh-huh. and say like, "There's been a threat to the White, like the president. Somebody called the White House for this theater. Uh-huh. We need to check everybody's IDs." And then, depending on you know people's you know uh, just interest in keeping it alive, but uh. <laughs> they they do that and then all the actors get arrested and we get all taken out and then that's how the play ends and everyone's like, huh? <laughs> and it's so incredibly believable. And uh, you know, usually the entire audience is like, What you know, believing it. Yeah. We got, you know, calls from lawyers the next day. I had people, tell, people thought they... I had people I told what was gonna happen yeah. buy into it. Uh-huh. And they asked me like what happened? I'm like, I told you <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, then we went, we went on tour, we couldn't get local law enforcement. So they became federal and then, um, just so they could have the same uniform oh, in whatever okay, yes. state we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went on tour 
And it requires traveling with the law enforcement actors, actors yes. playing law enforcement. Yeah. So you need like four or five people just to come in at the end and be like, I'm police officer. <laughs> um, and so he put uh, an ad out on Craigslist, you know, just for like, well, does anyone want to do this? There's, there's, it's so difficult to describe. And it's like, <laughs> it's such a commitment for something that is weird and almost nothing. Right. <laughs> so um, we got some some oddities on tour with sure. us. Um, and there was this one guy who had come from New York, flown to Los Angeles to start this. And then that in itself is like a little... Interesting. Um, just piques your interest. Yeah. yeah. And then he didn't, he just like seemed to have like a conflicting backstory. And like, we looked him up on IMDb and he had a couple like really weird things, like, like an award ceremony. But it's like, <laughs> what is happening? Um, and then um, the play at the end in New York and LA, everyone, there's never really much conflict. People are like disappointed that we're arrested, <laughs> but you know, they leave. They want, they came to see you kill the president. Yeah. Nick. But it's just like, things are normal on the coast. Weird is normal. And right. so when you're, when we went on the tour, the end was a lot different. Okay. Um, people got like really um, defensive of us. Um, and so straight up, people are just like actually believing they're not even yeah it's just everyone's just like yeah what the fuck i mean even if you have doubts it's still happening but okay so i'm curious of the tone because when you were describing this earlier it sounded like oh that's really funny that it's a bonkers farce and okay because that's what i kind of thought it was which would make it more funny when you guys are committing to it yeah. and you're almost like, wow, crazy, but also, haha, I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah. But if everyone's believing it, it almost feels like a drama. Yeah. Right. Is that the tone that was in the room? Uh, no, no. It's, <laughs> okay. um, it's such a silly, it's like Mel Brooks. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I played like 20 different characters <laughs> okay. in it. It's, um, it's like, just like a really off the wall comedy. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is just like even more, but it's earned like before it starts, you know, mm -hmm. because how you got there, how you heard sure. about it, getting it, you know, and, and then there's just like too many things going on. <laughs> and, uh, and so you're just like, I bet these aren't real cops, but you know, yeah. and that, that's, that's all you need. Gotcha. Um, to not, you know, it doesn't spread, even though it's not. Anyway, uh, and so on the road, though, people were like, like, hey, you can't do that to them. You know, like, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but a couple cities, they start, they formed human chains like, oh around God. our van. What? Yeah, so like, we, they couldn't leave. Oh, you guys get in a van and drive off? Yes, we had this like wow. big, because no we were traveling in, in it, and so it was like a big non like a Scooby-Doo you know. van. Yeah. Um, like a 15 pass. Or whatever. Uh -huh. And then uh, in Kalamazoo, shit popped off. Oh, my gosh. And there was like kind of a mini riot. Wow. Um, I remember like some guy's glasses getting broken in the crowd. Oh. And then um, there was like con like the crowd started going after <gasps> who they thought were a federal agents. Oh, my God. Because we were on tour. Like the FBI ah. or whatever. They're they like, thought they could win. I'm going to fight them. And they did. And they fought them oh after God. this play, this like, silly comedy. fight. 
physically <laughs> fight. Like they are trying to save us. <laughs> um, like they, there was, um, they, were, they, they tried to pull us out of the van. You know, oh it's like, oh, my it's God. Fun. I don't. You're like, no, you're ruining yeah. it. Somebody keyed the van. No. Um, there was a, there were cities where people would jump in the van in solidarity, <laughs> um, but in Kalamazoo, it just it it got it got too crazy, and <sighs> there should have been a reveal at some point. Um, we had to later. Point, what do you do? Like you're the like, people who got hurt, you had to come in and be like, "Sorry, you just like saw the best play you're ever going to see in your fucking life." <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, one of our agents, this guy who had this weird backstory uh-huh. from New York, who had different times, like, uh, uh, he, he said, you know, he said he was not law enforcement, whatever. That was a requirement of the whole, whole crew. And then so um, he choked somebody out. So one of the audience members out, passed out. What? Yeah. And then we got back in the van and he mentioned that he had been like law enforcement or oh something. Oh my God. Uh, or was he was in the military. I can't, I mean, it was a long time ago. And I can't remember exactly what, but it was just like something we had not known and but was too suspicious. But also choking someone out, that's like. Choked someone out. Insane. That's in the middle of a, like a comedy thing. You're like, yeah, no, I'm going to, this is real. I'm going to fight back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's crazy. So then that was it. I think we were in Chicago uh-huh. and uh, we might have, we might have like, we might have debated for a day or we were like already debating and uh, like we wanted this guy out and like now I got to get him out. So what we did was before we left Chicago, we went and bought a bus ticket um, and and then we all got ready to go. We got in our two separate vans, and then we got in the small van with him. And it was all the biggest guys in the cast. Oh my god! So obviously, I was there. Um, <laughs> and then uh, my buddy got out and took um, took his luggage and put it on the ground. We just like parked in front of the the bus station, put his luggage on the ground, said to him his name. <laughs> <laughs> and said, uh, "This is it, buddy. This is the end of the line." That I was just muscle. I wasn't so like saying dramatic. It. Yeah, and then gave him the ticket, and he was out. Did you guys think like, were you afraid that he was gonna not take it well or be violent? Because that seems like such a dramatic way. Yes. Okay. Because it seems like that 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 seems like you guys really just wanted to like kind of make it quickly wasn't and go away. Law enforcement, then it would be also bad. I mean, but worse. You know, yeah. like oh, he's just some weirdo. Um, yeah, but you could just be like, if hey, he is man, law enforcement, cool, then he's gonna be like, you got me. <laughs> you know, he's not gonna say it. We never heard from him again. Um, and uh, we went on and continued on the tour, and it was lovely, and everyone else was lovely. <laughs> um, and you know, even if it's not like uh, he was. A mole, which I 100% believe. I mean, this project was not a secret. This was the third year we'd done this. Uh And it's called this. And they, you know, you see in like Michael Moore documentaries that people are like infiltrating like tea, like, um, (sighs) you know, like book, book, uh, What's a book group? Book club? Book club. Book, book <laughs> they just got like federal agents in book clubs just because like they're just, they put one everywhere because they're afraid of everything. Anytime anyone's That's got insane. it. So, uh, they have so to yeah. learn improv and get an IMDb. That's also a great Isn't thing. Isn't that insane? Yes. 
He's got an IMDb. They gave him this weird IMDb where he couldn't really check stuff. Um, but I mean, yeah, Was, everything. Would he like try to like get information from you guys? Everything you were... tracks. Yeah, I mean, we're we're on tour. Everyone, I because we're not hiding anything. Yeah. Like, so he would like ask us about it. He's like, yes, like, like whatever. Oh, like, so do yeah. you guys? write this because you hate the president <laughs> do you hate the president and you're yes like, we, yeah, hate, we the president. hate him <laughs> and you want to kill him no we don't want to kill him no we just want to write art yeah um yeah i mean there's just absolutely nothing to hide the idea of um because just like pulling back a little like the, again going like let's entertain the fact that they're they're afraid that this could be real like that would mean that a group of actors who genuinely wanted to kill the president thought the best way to do that was to like design an elaborate tour and to just like do the play. Yeah. And then one day they would be like, great. Now that we've done our play and made a name for ourselves, (laughs) now let's go to the white house and kill the president. (laughs) Like what, in what world would that make any sense at all? Did you get angry like um, messages from people or is mostly just all like you know, pundits. Well, yeah, I mean, this is pre-Twitter, yeah. you know. Oh gosh, so I can only imagine the outrage. No one can talk to you <laughs> at this point. Yeah, random people How nice can't was talk that? to you. <laughs> it's pretty nice. <laughs> I thought I liked Twitter, um, and that was because I got on it when I was a student and, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't trying to, like, be, you know, in the public eye. So it's nice yeah. every once in a while to get an encouraging message and then now I'm like god this is a nightmare (laughs) anyone can just reach out yeah it's crazy it's crazy (laughs) that they can't and they know you saw it because how many are you getting yeah I see everything Uh, Twitter was really bad for me Uh because I'm not good at Twitter (laughs) and before Twitter I wasn't a part of a stand-up comedian's career Uh and then it was I'm not good at it and that was disappointing you have to yeah yeah but the secret is you don't have to do any of it. Like I, I thought we don't like, have oh, to, don't but you need Instagram. to get a following or else you're not going to get. But stuff. you have a following from stand-up. But I, just, I know what you mean because there's this feeling of like a new thing came along. I gotta get good at this. But also, you, I think that's an avenue for people who are new who haven't built a stand-up mm-hmm. um, name, and it's a great yeah. avenue to maybe like another tool if they're good at it to build a following. Right. But I don't think it's something where you, cause I think that I feel that way about Instagram and I'm trying to like actually learn it and do it better now. Cause I used to just use it to share photos with yeah. friends and now I'm like, Oh, people like do this for comedy, like post clips and it's a good way to build. But also I think, I don't know. I'm, I sound like an old grandma, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't think you have to learn everything. I just, um, when you see a stand up that is really funny that you really respect, on Twitter and they're not good at Twitter, <laughs> uh, it makes you think, oh, are they not funny? Yeah, but that's why I mean like, they can just not do it. Yeah, but yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, yes, but if somebody goes to your Twitter mm, you and, th- and says you don't have a Twitter or <laughs> you have you don't tweet and you have, you know, 2,500 followers, <laughs> it's, it's just not going to get you the starring role on the new Tyler Perry wow. sitcom, which I was up for. <laughs> Um. Uh. Wait. Something is, I, um, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> did, oh, did your friend get back to you? We can always edit it out. Oh yeah. Okay. He got back to me and okay. he said, uh, "Sure." His name is Jonas Oppenheim. Okay. Um. A very talented writer, and everyone should look him up. Um. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. 
Um, yes. Yeah, so that, that to me is something that I feel like speaking of Twitter and like all the outrage now, I feel like people get really mad about like, Oh, you can't say anything now. Cause that's a big dumb thing that I feel like, uh, the, the right says a lot. I guess the left even says it now, but just like everything's a PC, you can't say anything. But then when you like have an example, like, Oh, you literally made a play called I'm going to kill the president. It's like, you can say anything. You just yeah. have to deal with how people react, yeah. but you, you can like, that's the, that's what we're talking about. When we talk about free speech, like you can say that and right. you don't have to genuinely be afraid of getting arrested. Like, yes, maybe they'll plant a federal agent, but like, what could he, like, he couldn't actually arrest you. No. I mean, you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Um, were you ever actually scared? And they were like really careful about it too, because like we weren't, a, you know, we weren't allowed to have like pot you know, on us, just like oh, yes. a theater a crew different time. On a, wow. On, on a, on a tour, like the idea that no one was <laughs> ever have pot on them. was probably crazy, but, but it was important for this because uh, people were sniffing around and very much wanted to you bring know, you a down. misstep. Yeah. Wait, so you, were you guys kind of je- like scared? No. Okay. Um, no, okay. no, no. Uh, of like, you know, of protest like when, when there really wasn't a lot of protesting in any any sense of the word but when you said like you back know, then it got picked the up, other side didn't really protest right? oh, yeah. <laughs> when it got picked up by um like rush limbaugh and, all, mm-hmm. and, and like pundits were were they like driving people to be like this is outrageous of course yeah it was just fun at the time right because it's like there's no avenue for them to come and so you're just like haha they think it you know right yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's what so much of it is. Can you believe the other side's doing this? Anyway, yeah. I got an ad for MeUndies coming up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing matters. Anyways, smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so the tour ended. Okay, so then that was sort of that, and then that was it. And yeah. So he didn't really... You, you, But you said earlier you made it sound, seem like maybe he was the cause of it ending. Was Did it end abruptly or... No, no. I mean, no, he didn't uh he his time ended abruptly. His time, okay. But uh, our our play continued on <laughs> and we solved and then you just started the getting letters written in magazine cutouts and you're like, <laughs> yeah. "What is this?" I wonder, man, I would love to talk to him. This would be one of those great like investigative podcasts <laughs> where we're like, we figure out, we go to talk to him and see what Like what is his life if he really is a federal what is agent? His life? What other shows has he been in? What if he was like in like some hit show <laughs> and then he was just like, oh no, I'm going to have to go to the Tonys. <laughs> <laughs> what if he, what if he's like in, what if he got that Tyler Perry lead role oh, that yeah. I was up for? <laughs> he's in a Tyler what if he's Perry like a, a, a successful, he's like, it was Dulé Hill. <laughs> <laughs> was that movie that like came out the really bad one about the radio host? I don't remember Oh, Do you remember? Uh, Shaniqua, Shaniqua or, Le, or something Le, like that. Yeah. It was super racist. Laquisha. Laquisha. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Check <laughs> out Laquisha. Laquisha. Give it five stars <laughs> out of 100. That's insane. That's a good movie. Have you seen it? Um, yeah, it's five stars all around. Yeah, totally. I wrote it. Um. <laughs> I totally was going to watch it, and then I never did. I just, it was fun for five seconds, and I decided not to. It just seems like someone thought they were very sm- smart to, for doing like, that's the funny, th- like th- that's funny to me when it's something is so obviously one thing, but you know, like the person making it is earnest. Yeah. Like 
that to me is crazy because it's not like it, it doesn't even I mean it's obviously someone it's like a comedy but it's not someone being like let me make people mad I feel like it's someone being like this is such a funny idea and mm-hmm. like genuinely thinks uh yeah well it's um <laughs> entertainment business is a nightmare and to get to make a movie is like such it's the hardest thing and he found a way to do it you know and god bless him there are some crazy i've just like spent a lot of time in youtube because of my job and there are a lot of really crazy movies out there that you're like what who someone there's too many people with money and no talent in la Mm-hmm. There's like a do- like a doctor like or there's like plastic surgeon. There was a movie I can't remember the name, but it was like a plastic surgeon who does like falls in love with his patients. But the, like I had to watch this trailer for work, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? There's just like insane stuff out what there. He, what do they do with money. them? And it's well, it's, and then he like makes them into what um, he, he wants. wants them to be. Which some of these ideas uh, on paper you might be like that could be. It. I could see why someone would be like yeah. yeah. But then you. If you watch it, you clearly know like this is bad and bad acting yeah. and bad production, but still probably hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? That's how much it costs to make a movie. At least the very least a low budget, you know, like 200,000. I mean, how sunk into this thing, how 95% of the things that get made, get made. <laughs> I mean, you know, you did my podcast uh, <laughs> recently added. I have to watch oh, yes. uh, a thousand bad mm, movies yeah. a year. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why more people aren't in jail. <laughs> <laughs> at least oh yeah if jail. you had to go to jail if you made something bad yeah that is how we can solve comedy yeah, <laughs> yeah they should take out you get um, arrested at an open mic for bombing more people yeah. would quit <laughs> um or if you just like could get arrested for trying too hard <laughs> I would for sure be in prison for life. Um, <laughs> look, I try hard, and that's my that's my brand, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Is okay being someone who tries hard. Um, well, thank you for sharing that story. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. I, I feel like uh, yeah. If there's anything you could say to this guy, let's let's see if you okay. Let's if you could. I'm not gonna obviously we don't know his name, but this federal agent, if you could tell him something now. What would you say to him? Um, I would say to him, Hey bud, (laughs) uh, congrats on getting an incredible assignment. Um, I can imagine one of the other uh, things he could have infiltrated. Um, I hope you're doing good. I hope, um, you're acting. (laughs) If you want, I hope you got out of the law enforcement business because it's toxic. Um, and acting is notoriously not toxic at all. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but it's personally toxic yeah um, um and come have a drink with uh, me and jonas out here in la <laughs> we'd love to ask you some more questions yeah we want to know um nick i have a quick game uh-oh so we'll end on. it's inspired by your podcast incredible because um, you know i know your podcast is all about trying to get rich quick yeah, yeah. And people do really crazy things for money. This is called Get Rich or Embarrass Trying. I know. Genius name. Please. Beautiful. Thank you. Hold the, hold the applause. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, refuse. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love it. Um, I mean, most of comedy is just about doing crazy things for no money. Mm-hmm. Like last night I performed in the parking lot of a hair salon for three people. So I can only imagine the kind of things I would do if money were involved. Um, but these are all confessions from people on the internet that I've pulled um for things that they've done for money okay so i'm gonna just tell you the thing they did um and you just have to guess how much they did it for okay very easy all right yeah cool straightforward okay all right 
this first one, um, this person confessed they were paid to study in a classmate's room so that their studying might rub off on the person paying them. How much do you think they got paid for that? Now is, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, This is a one time hourly. Um, how long did it last? So it doesn't go into it, but says, okay, so I study in his room. I didn't have to tutor him or anything. He just thought my studying would rub off on him. I imagine it seems like maybe more than once because it seems like I was paid to study. Not so like this is per pop. Yeah. I okay. Per pop. Yeah. Okay. And he was furiously masturbating the whole time. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That changes no. things. Um, um, I think it was just studying. I'm going to say, do we know the, the year? <laughs> no. Okay. Because that's important. Uh, I'm going to go with. Yeah. Inflation. Uh, make- yeah. $40. The answer is $100. Wow. This guy paid, it says me, I assumed it's a woman, but it's not. But just because when I, I don't know. Guy's paying, I feel like, no, it could have been a guy. Guy paid me $100 studying in his room. Didn't have to shoot him or, him or anything. He just thought my studying would rub off on him. And, I mean, I really want to follow up. Does that work? I don't know. Yeah. $100 to study. It does seem like there has to be something sexual, right? No, it just it just seems like it has to be like maybe he was pulling an all nighter and the person had to stay up all night just with them. Like when you're driving, study. you need someone just to like oh yeah help you not fall asleep. But then at that point, wouldn't you want to be? T- why not spend money on, on a tutor? But maybe it is kind of just well, like overnight in the company of smart people. Yeah, you maybe feel smart. Well, a tutor can be really exp- you know tutor could be like fifty dollars an hour, and you need to be studying. Oh for yeah, like hundred dollars a half gram session or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways. $100. That's actually kind of, if it's all night, with the caveat it's all night, very reasonable. (laughs) Okay. There you have it. Okay, the next one. Um, This person threw up into a beer and then was paid to drink that beer. How much money did they get for that? As someone who took a shot of blood (laughs) from a ground beef package. um, For how much? For the cost of one movie ticket. Oh, my God. I will say. What year? No. Um. Uh, this was in the 90s. Um, so $5. I, w- um. I will say. It was about $5. <laughs> I threw up so hard. Oh, my God. Um, oh. But this isn't about me. This is about some other creep. I will say uh, $10. Um, I see where you're going with that. I think that's a good guess because it does feel like a thing that you're you drunk. do in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this person was paid $200. Oh, my God. I know. Threw up in a beer mug and was told if I drank it, I'd get $200. Made $200 that night. <laughs> I don't like that. Because <laughs> now you know how much you could have made. Yes. Dr- drinking that blood. <laughs> no, I've always thought about that. Nothing has been less worth it. Because also, it was an amount of money someone would have given me anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, well, that's... A, I almost feel like it has to go really low. And then yeah. it's for the... like a, That's funny to be like, I did this dumbass thing for $5. Right. Because... That is literally just like, how much would you give if I like lick right. this eyeball? It's like, mm, I'm just much? a fun guy at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what well, $200 is like, did you need the money, bro? Like, yeah. do you want to ask us for like, money? <laughs> does the person who gave him $200, did they feel good? Like they watched that? I would pay $200 to not have that happen. True. Yeah, you're right. Like a rich person, it's Nothing almost like is an more asshole to pay someone a lot of money to do something shitty. Because then you're like, I've got this power. But $5 is like, hey man, we're both in on this silly thing together. This is one of the worst stories I've ever heard, Teresa. <laughs> okay, you might like this next one. Um, it's a little bit more tame. Um, 
They licked the floor of a school bus. Okay, I do like this. Okay, how much did they get for that? Licked the floor. A long of a drag on that bus, bus floor. Okay, so this is a school bus. We're assuming this is kids. They don't have a big bankroll. You don't know. Someone could be going back to school. It could be a Drew Barrymore never been kissed situation. I'm going to go with $1. It's a good guess. It's $20. All right. But yeah, we're in the right range there, which is a lot for a kid. But yeah, here's the next one. I feel I feel like you you might get this. Yeah. Well, they're very difficult to get. Pepper sprayed myself at a party. How much? Mm-hmm. This game might benefit from uh, like a multiple choice. Oh yes, I know. I do a lot of multiple choices, but I thought this one was so. Um, no, I no no. This is better. I'm so just telling them why. Silly I'm to be it. like, what would you do this for? And then it's like embarrassing. Okay, pepper spray at a party. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's very. Um, that's dangerous for everyone involved, because pepper spray doesn't stay right on your. Um, I would say personally, I would I would want five hundred dollars. Okay, but I say this lady probably did it for i don't know i don't know a complete guess 35 dollars. <laughs> wow what? nick you got it right oh my god it's 35 dollars um exactly 35 dollars um that's that's too little that's like what you were saying before like it should be less if it's it should, 35 dollars it should be free it's to pepper spray yourself 35 dollars isn't enough that's have you ever seen <laughs> a photo or a video of someone getting pepper spray oh god it's bad it's Th- a nightmare i imagine um I, yeah this is definitely of that caliber of like someone who needs desperate attention because mm-hmm. at the party uh maybe they were drunk too but also that's painful that's like a that person is sad. <laughs> yeah, what what also what are you on? <laughs> that you're like that's got to be cocaine, right? Oh, but yeah. even like you got to know that your party's over. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a complete night ruiner. Just balling. Yeah. I'm having a good time. You know what I want to do? Start having a bad time. <laughs> well put. Um okay, well this there's two more. All right. All right. I could do an over under on this. Is that easier? Um, no, I, I, I really think, think I'm going to hit. Okay. I'm gonna I, hit I think one. you're right. They, these are hard because of the nature of like the stuff we do is so crazy sometimes that will, but then sometimes we do it for money. We can't say yeah. no because it's a lot for yeah. a dumb thing that's like, all right. Okay. This one's pretty bad. Um, ate a live spider and, uh, there's more to it, but I'll read it. Yeah. Give me, give me okay, everything. You want everything? Yeah. Okay. So for blank, I was poisoned for a week because of it, but survived with a scar on my chest from the hives. Whoa. I'm going to go with $15. 15 Yeah. Okay. It's $100. Wow. Yeah. Again, this was <laughs> such a bad idea <laughs> that like... God, what a... Just a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. But I guess if you didn't know it was poisonous... No, I just also, can't. Also, we I eat would eight never. spiders a year That's anyway. That's not true. So, yeah, it's been right. debunked. It's not your mouth. true. Nope. Come on. Definitely I've not got true. eight in there right now from last year. <laughs> yeah, I just I eat them at, at the, in January 1st just to get out of the way because that's how it works. Once they're, yeah. it's, nope, door's closed. Sorry, list is full. <laughs> no more spiders allowed. <laughs> um, I, I would, um, I, I think I would like to know what kind of spider Would you ever it is. do this? Eat a spider? What if I was like $10,000? I mean, yeah. I would I, eat a spider I for $10,000. I don't think I would do it. Sure. I, don't I mean, I how do you do it? Do you got to chew? I mean, I would chew it. I don't think I could physically eat a live spider. I think I would literally... Can you put like some ranch on it? Oh, uh, <laughs> already like I 
hate this so much. Well, I don't know how no. big the spider is. Like, give me a daddy long legs. I'll I'll, oh, I'll roll it up God, in my hand, no, pop it in. Definitely with, never ever. I with a nice Lacroix. It's weird because I can eat crab meat, and crabs are just sea spiders. Yes, <laughs> sure. <laughs> They've been prepared, but they do look tastier. Yeah. yeah. But they're seed spiders. Okay, here's yeah, your final okay. one. You're, I think you're uh, like that. You're doing. There's no way to like get them exactly right. So yeah, I, think I think you're doing difficult. great. I think this this is more of like um, more the Price think. Is Right scoring. Yeah, I guess I should have. There's really I it, actually it would be yeah if there was another person if and we were both over, guessing. Yeah, and or yeah, whoever's yeah. closest. I should have brought someone. Yeah, Nick. Wow, I I'm can't sorry. believe you're bad. That's I should have brought Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> you Jonas. It was his story. You anyway. Brought the president. Um. Okay, here's the final the one. You wanted the president here. That's so what I you want. I could kill him. I want to kill him. Um, here's the final one. I was drunk at a karaoke bar in Sydney. Okay, wait. I don't know if I should. I'll read the whole. Um, let me summarize it. So this person was drunk at a karaoke bar, running around, and then two women asked him if he would come in and strip for this birthday party, like okay. impromptu. So he came in a karaoke room, stripped for a stranger's birthday party, um, got naked. Sang, stripped, and got out of there. How much? Um. Hmm. I wonder if he got tipped. <laughs> you know, because that's that's the kind of X factor. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm gonna guess eighty dollars. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're under. So let's say that's okay. correct. Because you you price is right. Rules right. You can't go over. It's actually two. <laughs> yeah, anything under is exactly right. Two hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Strangers. Um. Here's the full story. I was he must have gotten tipped. One hundred and twenty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Just say what you got to do to make yourself right. I was drunk <laughs> at a karaoke bar in Sydney, running around the hallways. Two thirty-something women told me they needed a stripper for their friend's birthday, and they'd give me two hundred dollars. So I walk into this brightly lit karaoke room with fifteen to twenty women sitting around. Oh, got, a private karaoke room. Yeah. I got naked, sang Radio Gaga to a wall of camera flashes, made a speech, and got the fuck out of there. Like how naked did he get? He said, "Get naked, got naked." Oh yeah. I think he got naked. Yeah, I still would have gone eighty. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it's di- diff. I do feel like the gender swap here does is very key. Like I do feel like yeah. it's much weirder for a woman. You to do yeah, this. you get a lot less as a man <laughs> than as a woman. But all yeah, but also even if a woman was offered a lot, I feel like it's just there's like hmm, I don't know if I would walk into a stranger yeah. strange rooms full of strange men and get naked. Oh no, I mean. It depends. Maybe for ten thousand dollars, yeah. Cash it depends, I guess, if I I'd know the do it security. For ten thousand, yeah. Yeah, just any room. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I would do I would it. Walk sure, into for the $10, Republican $10, National Convention and strip for them for ten thousand dollars. Wow, who wouldn't I strip for for ten thousand? That would be so wild. Like a lot of people stripping. <laughs> stripping for. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with my body. <laughs> stripping for re- Republican. <laughs> Senators, I feel like is actually like the power is in your hands because you're like, I feel well, hopefully like, recording it on your phone. Yeah, because you're kind of like, I don't know. There's something about stripping for people who are hypocrites. I don't know why it feels like you like that. Like that, like just you like, like to old, give them what they want. Old white dudes who are trying to police a woman's body. I know they're mm-hmm. not all white, but like that's my image of going in there and being like, ha ha, you have to watch me dance. <laughs> 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 you have to watch me dance. That's how you look at it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I am surprised your life did not go differently because um, that is not the way I would look at it. 
Okay. I still think they might be happy about it. <laughs> yes, but in a, yeah, okay. You know what? All right. <laughs> they might also think they got one over on you. That's possible. Um, Nick, where can people find you? Um, only at Get Rich Nick. Okay. And well, no other place. Listen to his podcast yes. with Nick Vatterot. Yes. Um, and then send him money. It seems like he needs it. Um, also, you can. Uh, I do another podcast with Will Miles where we um, we we watch and review all of the Netflix originals that came out that week in mm-hmm. two days. And uh, Teresa did, it and you can you yeah, can check I've out hers. It. Yeah, it's a both of your podcasts have a lot of homework. So um. a lo- yes, <laughs> yes, I've made a lot of bad choices in my life. <laughs> But both very funny. Um, and you can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod, and you can donate to it um, for our PayPal if you want to get on the newsletter, paypal.me slash you can tell me anything. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.